When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. I'm Sam Shansky, and right now I'm here with Ona. How's it going? It's going Hello. great. What's happening with y'all? Just hanging out. Not much. Yeah. Just got done with our uh, Diddy TV session. So you're from West Virginia, but you've been hanging out in Nashville, and now you're here in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, yep. we've just been yeah. down there for the week. We've just got uh, some stuff, just live tapings and stuff a lot like this. So we're just kind of there for about a week. Yeah, so. promoting the new album. Correct. Yes. yes. Full Moon, Heavy Light. That's right. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, it's really so. exciting. You guys feel good about the new record and uh, all that goes with it? Oh, yeah, man. We're really excited, really, really proud of it. We've been sitting on it for quite a long time, so it's nice to finally get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. you worked on this record uh, with... Um, Drew Vandenberg. Yeah, Drew Vandenberg at yeah. the uh, place in Athens, right? Yeah, yeah Chase, Chase Park, Park Transduction. Yeah, he's, a, he's a really good guy. We, uh, he mixed two songs on our first record, and... We just had we created a really nice relationship with him, and he's a really good engineer, and he pr- actually helped produce the record too. So uh, yeah, we went down there for like a week at a time, probably over the course of like 16 months, took to record it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's been a long time coming. Did you do that in Studio A or Studio B? Studio A. a. Studio A. Yeah, B's kind of like a overdub type studio down there. Cool. So, but we you can s- still do a lot of stuff. But we did yeah. do some of our mixing. We did all of our mixing in the B room. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mixed so yeah. we utilized the entirety of that studio. It looked yeah. like a really cool place. And yeah. we slept there, too. We slept, we slept there. Slept yeah. there. <laughs> we used uh, definitely some of like their house instruments, house drum kit. Uh, I used some of their synthesizers. And, um, yeah, that was... Uh, Chase Park was another instrument, basically, to make the record happen. And a lot of cool people have worked there over the years. It looked yeah. like Bright Eyes and Deer yep. Hunter and yeah, some yeah. of my favorite records, honestly. Of Montreal. Yeah, yeah. man. Drew's really worked cool with stuff. them in a lot of capacity. Then uh, Drive-By Truckers, actually, it's kind of like their home base there, too. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering that. I saw them on there and uh, R.E.M. and Driving and Crying. Yeah. Some big yeah. names. You'll just see like Patterson Hood like just walk into the studio and you're like, oh, there's that guy. So He didn't like found it, did he? Or? Um, no, I think he just, I think he's good friends with Dave Barbie who runs the studio. Okay. Um, and I think Dave and Drew also uh, produce and engineer a lot of their records. So, How did you get connected with them? Um, 
We had a friend who's back home in West Virginia who, what did we do? We went down to, he suggested mixing for us. Yeah. 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 Um, and so he introduced us to him. Um, and we just hit it off when we were mixing. Mm -hmm. We'd go out after that night and have a drink. And we were like, oh, this guy's really cool. Um, and then we just got back in touch with him when it came time to record. And that's where it felt really comfortable down there as well. So that's where we just decided to, to do the record. So Cool. Yeah. So the songs turned out great. I mean, Thank you got you. Summer Candy. Is it Young Forever? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, those are kind of the singles out right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, it all sounds really, really good. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks, Definitely. If, as far as like when you guys are putting songs together, it's kind of a collaborative process, right? Right. Yeah. yeah we, for sure. Like, we'll bring a song, uh, me or Zach or Brad, whoever, we'll bring a song to the table. Then it's usually like 60 to 70% done. Mm -hmm. And we kind of uh, lean on each other to help finish it. Like even like lyrics and stuff. Um, yeah, it becomes a collaborative effort. Uh, like a good example, like Allison in the Grass was yeah. like a nice like acoustic strummy song that Brad played and he showed us and we we're like, man, that's great. And we were playing it like that for a while and then we just decided to make it weirder mm -hmm. and I started doing this weird guitar thing over it. And then, so that's a good example of kind of how all of our songs evolve. Mm -hmm. Like they'll start with just an acoustic guitar or even just an idea and then we just go from there. So nice. Yeah, and he wasn't, Brad played on like maybe two songs on the first record. That's right. So like this record, I think a lot of people are noticing a difference of like really cool uh, keyboard textures and stuff. Cause yeah. he wasn't really, he kind of joined right when we started this process. I joined right when the first album basically dropped. Right. I joined like two months before the first album, American Fiction dropped. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, but like the process with them having songs and everyone pitching in, but also like Allison is a good example of like, Drew also contributing to like, yo, let's just get crazy weird with this thing because we put so much like drums, drum machines and like all these weird yeah. claps on the choruses and he just kept pushing us to make it like stranger and like more out of like, less out of like what we're used to or comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So I mean, in some ways he was a contributor to the writing process or arrangement process, you could say. Yeah, yeah for sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, I love the, ar the album artwork too. Um, oh, yeah. Who's responsible for that? Uh, his name is David Seth Cyphers. He's a contractor in Huntington and like an interior design Yeah, guy. he's an artist. He's been, I've known him for years. Yeah, and it's used interesting. used to go to his art shows when I was like, I don't know, 16. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's yeah, he's just been doing that for a really long time. It's actually time, a right? giant painting. Yeah. Those, those, oh, those, the yeah, it's like a five by five or six by six Yeah, it's painting. huge. The front it's and massive. the back are actual real paintings that we, yeah. do you have photo them? We photograph. Um, we don't have them. He's got uh, them. Yeah. And we're trying to get our manager to buy them from them. <laughs> so we can have them in our rehearsal space. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But they're should. expensive. Yeah. Well, we have the rights to print them on our albums, but they're still his yeah. his babies, which is fine. Yeah. And well, it was it's not like we found that. It's not like he painted it, then we were like, we want that. He kind of was painting it as he was listening back to, like, the first mixes we were getting back. And, like, yeah, and he was demos even record. and stuff like yeah. that. He was, that's what was, he was yeah. basing everything off of. So And there's a lot of little things inside of it that have a lot to do with the record. Um, yeah. That are just little like Easter little, eggs, yeah, yeah hidden messages. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you look at it upside down, it says, you know, it's like if you stand on your head, <laughs> yeah. if you play the record backwards. I like that. So, what's the scene in Huntington like? Um, it's a pretty strong music scene. Um, it's where we got our start. It's where Tyler Childers' band got this start, where Tyler Childers pretty much played for years. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of great bands, a bunch of great young bands, a bunch of great older bands that have been doing it for a really long time. Um, 
and it's pretty supportive and everybody comes out and we've got a really strong crowd in Huntington and it's all it's all friends and good um, but yeah it's, it's a nice community um, you wouldn't think so for a town of 40,000 but we do have a university there so which we weirdly don't get any draw from that it's oh, really? usually all just like you know local what people. school's there Marshall University and they don't come out it's yeah. like, eh, <laughs> not really. It's yeah. like they're not scared always. to like cross a railroad track. Yeah, and it's come like, like eight <laughs> blocks. It's, it's like a not thing. It, yeah. If if the club was on campus, it would be. I mean, there'd be DJs playing it every night. Yeah. It'd be that kind of thing. But like, um, it's kind of our old, our old rock, home rock club. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of that place? V Club. V Club. Valhalla. There's also but like a three-hour bubble kind of surrounding Huntington. Uh huh. It's also very supportive. Like yeah. Cincinnati, Lexington, Louisville. Columbus. So over the Columbus. years, you were that was hitting those spots as well. Oh, yeah. That was almost more again. important. Well, I don't want to say more important, but, like, the regional touring we did outside of our town, Cincinnati, Columbus, Lexington, and Louisville or whatever, was really how we built our audience, yeah. more than just playing our hometown a bunch because well, we didn't play yeah. it all that but much. But the hometown thing gave us our confidence because we had so many people that just, you know, the first show there'd be nobody, then it would be 30, then it'd be 40, and then it'd be 100, 200, 300, 400. Like, it just kept growing, and... Without that, I don't think we would have had the confidence True. to just go, like, all right, well, let's yeah. take it somewhere else. Yeah. So and by the time the first album dropped, it was, like, finally selling out our hometown club. So yeah. it's tough yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It's hard to get people to come out. And um, I don't know if it's, like, a lot of bars around back home, like, want to start shows at, like, 11, 30, 12. Like, headliners Late, yeah. going at, like, almost one. Yeah. That's just not good for business. It's yeah, good yeah. for their bar, but it's not good for you know, our business. There are certain nights where it all comes together and it works out. Yeah. And people stay yeah, and have true. a good yeah. time. We yeah. space out our hometown shows. We play probably like twice a year now. Yeah. There. We used to play like six. Yeah. But now we kind of. Well, and that's nothing to too. Back. I feel like we were kind of smart about how we did things with like a lot of bands will just play every other day. All the time. Which yeah. is what you have to do in the first place. You just play wherever mm -hmm. you can. But once you start to get a little bit of a following, it makes no sense to play you know, once a week, because then they're like, oh, well, I already saw them, I won't come. So now we space it out to two or three times a year, and it, it's usually a big, a big crowd, so that helps. So as far as Huntington goes and the musical legacy that exists there, uh, it seems like there's some interesting characters that have come from there. Do you guys um, know about Diamond Teeth Mary? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a blues festival um, every year right by the Ohio River that's in her name. It's like an old, cool. um, yeah. right where... There's, like, a plaque of her name and stuff, and that's where they do the Blues Festival. But there's also, like, one of the oldest banks that apparently, like, Jesse James or somebody was shot at or some, some huh. weird, I don't know. But it's a it's an old uh, railroad station, and it's still got all the old buildings and then, like, the one big building, and that's where they do the festival. So Yeah, the railroad played a big part in the history of Huntington as well. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. called Certainly. SP Huntington. That's what yeah, it's named that's, after. Yeah, it's named after. A railroad tycoon. Yeah. And Billy Ray Cyrus um, used to play in Huntington quite yeah. frequently. So he also is a big down. part of the legacy. <laughs> really? Okay. Oh, Billy's big. <laughs> Billy's huge. Now he's, he's doing more He's more relevant songs. now than yeah. ever. I think he's doing Go some Billy. of his best work right now. That new song that he's got out right now is pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Is it the Little Nas X one? Or yeah. Yeah, we love yeah. Old Town Road. It gets stuck in my head like a song. I don't know. It's crazy. That's one of the biggest hits of the last 10 years. The catchiest hit of the last 10 years, easily. Well, you'll Shout have to give him a run for his money with uh, yeah. Summer Candy and oh, see what you can do out there. That's very cool. Yeah, I was wondering if you uh, had songs that incorporated Diamond Teeth Mary uh, into the, or the railroad or yeah. some of that stuff in there. I don't know. It's, we don't, yeah. but it's, it's But you're like, going to after this. Yeah, after this. I'm actually <laughs> yeah. just, I just wrote it. Um, cool. No, it's just like kind of a, a part of what we want to set ourselves apart from not that we like dislike it but yeah. it's just that blanketed 
rootsy Americana thing where, which is great, but mm -hmm. we want to be separate from that. Cause, yeah. but we're also from West Virginia. So we always get a question like, Oh, these boys from the rolling Hills. And it's like, well, we're not, we're from a college town and we have a bunch of, you know, everything you guys have in big cities. Yeah. Um, so we kind of, we don't intentionally not write about the area. I mean, I've written songs that are on this record that are about the state of West Virginia and mm -hmm. like the beauty of it and everything, but not necessarily like my hometown. I'm even thinking how, you know, often people who, who are from a place will take the people from the past and, you know, do their songs in new ways and kind of, oh, yeah, yeah. Certainly. in that, yeah. in that respect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's um, another guy too, uh, Hawk, um, country artist, his name's uh, Hawkshaw Hawkins. I was wondering if you guys knew about him. I don't know. Yeah. He was from there out. as well, and he actually had some an interesting story. He, apparently, he was like six six and was this like really tall country singer wow. back in the forties. Oh and, wow! Uh, had an interesting history. He died on the same plane as Patsy Cline. Oh wow! Wow! So I was like, maybe these guys, you know, because you got a country thing going on in some of your songs. I yeah, thought maybe you knew for about sure. him. Mm -hmm. No, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to maybe he didn't really like stay in Huntington, but he at least was. Yeah. Born you know there. who would know about him is we just got off the road with Tyler Childers and Jesse would know who that Jesse was. Jesse Wells. Sure. Jesse Wells. Uh, Tyler Childers is fiddle. Fiddle player, uh -huh. guitar player, he would know. He would probably know all those guys' songs. Check him out. I, I put him on earlier just to find yeah. out, and I liked all of it. It was like some really solid old country, nice. yeah. traditional well, country stuff. One one person you didn't mention is Jesco White. Is from Jesco oh, White. Okay. From, I have heard of he's that. He's a character. He's from Boone County, so he's about forty five minutes up the road. But yeah, he's the state's biggest and greatest artist. <laughs> yeah, agreed. He went from the holler to Roseanne. Greatest dancer, the mountain dancer that ever lived. Yeah. So you guys, speaking of Tyler, you're on his label, uh, Hickman Holler Records. That's correct. Yeah. correct. Doing some good things. Uh, tell me about Hickman Holler Records. He, well, yeah. His, I think that we're the first record that's not him that's on his record label. Yeah. Um, we've been kind of shopping it, and our manager manages him, too. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, be patient, be patient. And uh, we were. And we had some other things come across and didn't work out. And Tyler was... Uh, Super into the record, and he's been super helpful, and he's a good boss. Yeah. Is he pretty hands-on? I mean, um, between all his touring and songwriting and everything, does he have time to? No, I well, not say so much. Because yeah. the kind of the reason, and the same thing that Tyler had with his first record with Thirty Tigers, it's like you don't have to have a record label, mm -hmm. and the record label is just a name that you get to put on, you know, your yeah. record. Um, you can make one up if you want. Where we're also on Thirty Tigers, it gave us the opportunity, like, well, we can we can put this out on Tyler's name, like, and that Tyler was something ian and tyler our manager wanted to do um so it kind of gives you a freedom and you don't have i like to call him my boss because yeah. he's cooler than a lot of bosses sure um but you just have the opportunity to just kind of do what you want um and you don't have to really rely on a record label so that yeah. kind of gave us the freedom yeah. to just like all right we're on tyler's record label and it's not too restrictive 30 tigers handles all the other messy stuff so mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely becoming i've heard about this a couple of more instances of like the new model right like a small label big distribution and like it was also just a really good opportunity for us to just like keep our rights or yeah. keep our you yeah. know publishing or whatever and like you know i always hear interviews and they're always like keep your publishing or whatever just you know try to maintain as much ownership as possible and this deal definitely made it possible for that yeah. it made us feel very comfortable as far yeah. as you know moving forward and not worrying about like getting bit down the road you mm -hmm. know yeah. i think it also is kind of like an opportunity for tyler to show a different side of, of himself not necessarily like you know 
I mean, just show that he's not just like one country thing. Like the first band he puts out, it's like a you know a rock band. So, mm-hmm. yeah. which is fun to do on the road too. And we've we've had great reception, even to crowds that are you know predominantly there to see country music. Um, and it's been great. So and we've gone out we've gone out twice with Tyler now and played a handful of shows, and it's it's been really well received. So. And you guys are friends with the guys in is it camp? Yeah, yeah. 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 We were on Love tour with guys. camp. We did a couple court tours with camp as well, and they're now they're good buddies of ours. So yeah, they have a good sound. Yeah, they're yeah. great. They're Where are they from? They're from Ohio. Columbus. Yeah, okay, so, so they're not too far. It's like two and a half hours from us. They yeah. actually the way we ended up going on tour with them was through their friends would come down. We played in this little tiny bar in Chillicothe that's not the size of the corner of this stage right here, and. Um, their friends would come down and they were like, you've got to check out our friend's camp. They're like mm-hmm. this big band. And then we look them up and we're like, whoa, these guys are big. And then they came to one of our shows in Lexington and they were like, come on tour with us. And we're yeah. like, yes, we will. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah they're they sweethearts. They have a good thing going. Yeah. They got a new record coming out soon too. So Nice. So with the new record out, you guys uh, touring, you have your own headlining tour, right? We do. Yeah. That starts on Friday. 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 So, so tell me about that. Where are you going to be heading? Oh, we're, we got interviewed the other day and um, I'd, I look at the dates, but I don't really uh, don't have it memorized. Yeah, yeah. And it's we're hitting 22 states. Yeah. Wow. So that's we start yeah. in Lexington. And we go through Texas, California, uh, Washington. So you go out to Oregon, Oregon Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Colorado. So uh, this will be our Arizona. first Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. It's gonna be really yeah. hot. Easily yeah. our without a doubt our longest headlining tour ever. Yeah. And. Um, out of those 22, probably 18 of them are places we've never been, or mm-hmm. maybe yeah. 15. A, a big chunk of those are brand new places, so we're excited. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's good. You got to do it eventually, like yeah. just take the leap and go out west and just see how it goes. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't really warranted before we if we weren't promoting anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that we have a new record out, it makes more sense to finally go out there and. Yeah, because people always ask. Out. They're like, "Come to Portland, come to Portland." You're like, "Well, I mean, that's like a three-day." trip yeah. to get out there and we're, if we can't make it back in a month or two then like what's the point so now we're to the point where we'll probably be back on the west coast by the end of the year after this after this tour so excited for that that's great and then it's on to the next record and the next tour Absolutely. and yep. just keep doing it me and him have a couple babies on the way this summer oh. not together we have uh, separate <laughs> <laughs> <Mazel>. yeah <laughs> um so we're gonna have a baby summer and hopefully with all that downtime, start working on a new record and yeah. start if getting songs two, panned If out. the two songwriters in this band both having babies doesn't churn up songs, I don't know what will. We're just going to do a lullaby. <laughs> it's going to be all lullaby. Yeah, it's all real yeah. down-tempo, lots of uh, glockenspiel. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not even opposed to that yeah. at all. And I actually ukuleles. really love those like like Wilco lullabies. Rock yeah. about baby. I yeah, sing along to it, and it's like, man, this is my favorite version. Yeah, yeah that so. could be some interesting material. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll come here and do it, do a live version, bring our kids. Welcome back anytime. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks cool. for being here Thank today. Thank you so much, Thanks man. Check out Ona.com, is it? Or Ona the, the band? Bandona.com. The bandona.com. The bandona.com. And on all socials, it's The Bandona. Twitter, Instagram, cool. wherever, it's The Bandona. Facebook, LinkedIn. Full moon, heavy light. That's get right. It, get it now. Yeah. That's right. Thanks all right. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Thank cool. you very much. Cheers. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 